Hi, moms. I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Tremblay. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean that we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. We are joined today by another guest. We're so excited. Yes, we're so excited. It's our second guest. Uh, her name is Anne McKittrick, and I'm going to give the mic to you, Becca, to introduce our wonderful guest today. Yes, we are very excited to have Anne McKittrick. And Anne is the founder of Nurtured Noggins, which I love the name, by the way. Um, <laughs> it is a comprehensive resource for parents, and she's the host of Parenting in the First Three Years, the podcast. Anne is a frequent conference speaker. She's a parenting coach and early childhood specialist with over 20 years of experience in higher education. Anne also provides online professional development for thousands of child care professionals each year through her online business, Texas Child Care Training. Anne lives near Houston, Texas, where she's a happy empty nester, camp gladiator enthusiast, mom, Mimi, and mastermind leader for women's personal growth groups. Welcome, Anne. Thank you. It's so nice to be here with you. Thanks for inviting me. We're so excited to dive into the questions, but first of all, I have to ask. So Mimi, is that your is that your grandmother name or is that a aunt's name? Okay. Three grandchildren and one on the way. Oh, so exciting. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So Marie and I are coming at this from a different age and stage of parenthood. Mm-hmm. We have kind of elementary age kids. So we're going to learn a lot from you. And in many <laughs> ways, because you have been around this parenting block, both as a parent and grandparent yourself and as a professional. Right. So we are, we're really looking forward to learning more about you and, and your business. Becca and I love of course, to see parents using their experience and skills to help other parents. Um, can you talk uh, to us about your journey to starting your business? Yes. Um, you know, I, as a young woman, always worked in early childhood education. And I started my career working in college laboratories programs. I don't know if you're familiar with like the Child Development Center on a campus mm-hmm. where students take their families and stuff. And so um, I, in my graduate work, I got to work at one of those programs and be an intern. And, you know, as I was getting my degree, I was really working very closely with this group of families. It was a tiny little wonderful center called the Infant Development Center at the University of Arkansas. And we only had 20 babies, you know, from like zero to 36 months. And so it was really family-like. And um, I had grown up in a, you know, in a, in a, setting where there was a lot of uh, child development work doing going on with my own uh, my mom and her work but nonetheless i i grew up in this in my formative years really closely tied to parents and their young children and of course i'm studying child development which is my favorite subject in the whole wide world and um and so i i got to learn so much before i ever had children about families and how parents feel and what they think and what they say and then watching their children and all of those kinds of things. And, you know, I think that when I began to have my family in my 30s, um, there was a real, 
you know, a real shift in my approach <laughs> in that I I knew all about children. I There was nothing that my kids did that surprised me developmentally until they got to be teenagers. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but what respond, what uh, surprised me was my own response. You know, I didn't know what it felt like to be on the other side as a parent. And I can remember this one mom that I saw, this was much later, you know, in the, in that little period of time. And I, I had worked at this place at the university of Houston and she was a mom who was getting a PhD in theology at Rice university. And she was just this extremely smart person who was totally confounded by her children. And, um, and we would spend, it felt like hours talking about her kids. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then, I, you know, left that job and I got married and and I had three kids quick together and I saw her on the street once. And so she just kind of had this smug face on her. (laughs) So, Anne, how's it going? (laughs) And I think she really. Real world, Anne. (laughs) Yeah. And um, and so I think that just that little story in and of itself really is a very good description of of what it felt like for me. And um, and so, yeah. I so relate to this so deeply. (laughs) I can see it in Marie's face too, (laughs) that oftentimes as listeners of this podcast know, Marie and I are friends outside of being podcast hosts. And we're often talking about our kids, but also our own reaction to it. I think that's such an interesting distinction that you make there, Anne, our own reaction to how our kids are growing up Mm -hmm. and how do we manage those emotions? And I think that kind of goes into our next question that we were hoping to to ask you is thinking about your experience as a coach and as a speaker, what are some of the big themes that you see for the, the struggles that parents are navigating as they're managing through these early years of parenthood? You know, I think there's a lot of struggles. <laughs> um, one is um, you're just tired and and it's there's just a lot to it. It's a very pressurized time of life when you when you are starting your family because oftentimes people will have more than one child kind of close together. And so mm-hmm. it seems often <laughs> that you know you like have a two and a half year old when you have your second baby. And then maybe you add another child in that same period of time. And so it's just very mm. it's very concentrated time. And all the while you are figuring out all of these things inside yourself, you know, like there's such a paradigm switch going from non-parent to parent. And that switch takes time. It's, it's not immediate. You know, there are some immediate things that happen when you have a baby, but there are also some things that take a long time to cook. And, um, and so allowing that process to happen in a way that is healthy for you and your partner, I think is really, really an important part of these first years. And so you add to that fatigue, um, finances, careers, you're usually in the process of, you know, establishing your home and buying a home or, you know, whatever it is you're doing to make life happen as your family grows. It's just a lot. And so there's a lot of push-pull feelings, you know, I've got to get out of here. No, I can't. You know, I remember feeling like I need to get away so bad. And so we would get a sitter and go, you know, like maybe for an overnight. And 
two hours into it, I'm like so homesick for my kids, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> I just want to wonder what they're doing. I want to see them, you know, and mm. you all are lucky because you have cameras in the house. You can watch what's happening, you know, back, <laughs> back then we didn't have all that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that that's a big one. And then of course, there's a lot of pressure um, outside coming in to new parents that has to be managed. And each person has to manage it individually in the way that works best for them. But there's so much information. There's a lot of great information. There's also a lot of really pressurized stuff coming at parents that make you feel like you're always not enough, not doing it right, screwing up your kids. If I do this one thing, make this decision now, it's going to affect them forever. You know, I think that's probably one of the biggest fallacies um, out there rolling around. Yeah, I'm I'm doing a presentation at the um, the national, I mean, the Texas Association for the Education of Young Children in a couple of weeks. And my portion of the presentation is the effect of social media on new mothers. And wow. I just think it's a, it's a very deep thing that's happening. And um, it's it's. Sometimes I can relate to so much that you're uh, talking about the fact that it's uh, such an intense phase of life, uh, the pressure and adding social media to this. Um, I think it puts so much more weight, uh, especially on new mothers. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a specific strategy that you take? I know everybody's different, of course, but is there a specific strategy that you take in helping parents manage uh, those huge challenges in the first few years? You know, I think it's just, I think awareness is really an important thing and being intentional. You know, um, there's two ways that we can approach parenting. We can just survive and improve a little bit from time to time when things get, you know, hard. Okay, I'll learn this and do that. Or you can embrace this idea of being an extraordinary parent as best you can in that moment. And, and in this way, you are really being intentional about learning about your child, their development, how things change, you know, from year to year, even from month to month, sometimes week to week in those first, first Mm -hmm. couple of years. Um, But I also really encourage and want to help people understand themselves, you know, Adult development is just as important as child development and where you are in the world of your own development really does affect how you're going to respond to this child. You know, there's a real big difference between the way a 22 year old responds to a two year old and the way a 40 year old responds to a two year old. Mm. And just being aware of that and, and understanding where you are, where you are in the stages of parenting is extremely important. The way you parent has to change as your child develops and it happens, but it's, if it happens with intention, it's so much more, um, helpful if you know what it is that you're doing and why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, education is really, really important. And, and you learn this, you know, from in a lot of different sources. And in my case, I, I teach it to parents when we coach and I do some group work with moms and try to communicate this. And of course, in my podcast and mm-hmm. everything I do, I try to communicate this, this idea that, that you're all, we're all developing together and, um, and parents have very specific ways that they go through life. I have some other, you know, things that I I consider as I'm talking to parents. And one is to honor the struggle. You know, the struggle is 
is real and it's helpful <laughs> and it, and you will come out on the other side mm. and you will come out on the other side, knowing more than you entered it. You know, it's making me emotional. And the way you're talking about it, it's just, <laughs> I'm like uh, feeling so many, I'm like, first I was like breaking a sweat when you're talking about like, the struggles of parenthood. And now I'm like starting to get a little choked up. You're kind of, yeah, you're I'm like, I'm getting choked here, up. Anne. It's just, uh, it resonates so much. And I like the way that you're embracing the intention in it because it makes such a huge world of a difference because I mean at the end of the day we wake up every morning and we're like I'm gonna do better today I'm mm -hmm. gonna try right. to follow where my kid is at and it just makes me feel really good to talk to you this morning <laughs> good I'm so yeah. glad that's what I want yeah, yeah yeah I want you to have grace for yourself I want you to understand that the way that you forgive your child every single day for what happened an hour ago or whatever is the same way you need to feel towards yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You raised your voice and you shouldn't have. Go make amends. <laughs> Go figure yeah. it out. You know, whatever way you need to, however old that child is, connect and um, and it'll be okay. Yeah. You have such a beautiful way of talking about this. And, and I know it, what... The part that's continuing to go back to resonate with me is this idea of that we are continuing to develop as adults too. And that's a big thing that Marie and I talk about with our coaching clients and more the, the career side and honoring that, that you are continuing to grow and develop right alongside these kids. And I, I think for me, one one of the biggest things I noticed was as my kids were growing and developing and starting to explore the world. I don't know if I would call it jealous, but maybe a little bit. I was like a little <laughs> bit jealous, I guess. Like I want to feel wonder too. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Like I do I get to still explore in that same way? Can I still tap into my creativity? And so it was a big lesson for me actually to remember that I was still growing up and it, it didn't there wasn't some like big line in the sand saying like here's grown up and here's not grown up. It's like you're continuing to grow and develop. So that's been a big parenting lesson for me. I'm wondering from your experience as a parent, as a grandparent, as a parenting coach, what's been like a really interesting lesson that you've learned from parenthood that you've applied to the other areas of your life? You know, two things come to mind. One is that I remember when our kids were babies, <clears throat> you know, there are, there are times when you're just going through sleep struggles, right? <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and there's just a lot of really hard nights. And the thing that I remember was it didn't matter how hard the night was, how many times they were awake, how much screaming and frustration was going on when the sun was down, when the sun came up, those babies, they wake up so happy and so happy to see you. <laughs> It's like nothing happened, you know, uh -huh. and, um, <laughs> I just, I think that to me, that was really kind of an aha, you know, that, that it's a fresh day every single day mm. and just learn that from your kids. They rarely wake up cranky. Almost every baby wakes up happy if they have gotten some good rest and they're yeah. always happy to see you, you know, and. So I, I think that's one one big lesson I remember way back when. And yeah, um, I love that. Oh my goodness, that's such a good way of thinking about it. The other part goes at the other end of parenting, and that is that. So our kids are are grown and gone. They're like 
28, 30, and 32 now. They're really getting older. And um, and I remember, you know, when I was in the thick of parenting and, you know, you're hanging out with all the other moms and you're talking about how you do things. And, mm-hmm. and, and now all that happens online. There's all these opinions about all the things, you know, breast versus bottle, co-sleep, no sleep, mm-hmm. um, all of those things, passy, no passy, this type parenting over that type parenting, this discipline or behavior management over that thing, you know, mm. when you give a car, when you give a phone, all of those things, mm. people are so opinionated about. And what I have observed as our, as our kids are all grown and out there in the world, and I know those kids now, it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> it really doesn't make any uh-huh. difference, you know, whether or not they slept in your bed for three years or not or whether they had breast milk or formula. I mean, I understand. I get all that stuff about breast milk and I I breastfed, but I also bottle fed (laughs) babies too. And Mm so I say that often to parents, you know, like I'm in preschool, I'm I'm a preschool educator. When you go in the four-year-old classroom, there is no indicator whatsoever which kids were bottle fed and which kids were breastfed. It doesn't doesn't make that much difference. (laughs) I think it's really important to keep this one thing in mind is to let go of all of those things. You are going to do it the way you and your partner feel comfortable. And that will probably be based on how you were raised, what your strong feelings are about things in the world, all of those things. The big things that matter when you're raising your children are character, compassion, and resilience. Those are the three things that I see really Mm. mattering when you go out into the world. And Mm. so whether or not, you know, even whether your teenager gets a job, is responsible for their own money, all of those things, when they get out into the world, they will figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But they will fig- figure it out better if they are compassionate and resilient and uh, have have strong, good character about what's right and wrong. I just feel so much better about like parenthood right now, don't you? So yeah, <laughs> same. Yeah. Um, the way you approach this, uh, even your voice, like you're you're a calming force in all of this. Yes. And I'm sure you're you're probably um, you know, helping so many mothers. And here um in the career clarity programs, we have a lot of parents, of course, and we talk a lot about finding flow and tasks uh in the, in our career that bring us in the zone. Um, obviously you're passionate about what you do. We can we can feel it. But <laughs> mm-hmm. what are the specific aspects of what you do um, that bring you in the zone? Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot because I love it when I'm doing something that I that I'm so into that I forget to eat and I lose track of time and all that. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. And where I have found it lately, I love creating a way to help you understand something. I love Mm -hmm. to do that. And, and so I feel very passionate, obviously about child development and human development and and helping people understand themselves. But how do you communicate that? You know, most recently I have, I'm, I'm doing um, some group coaching with moms and I call it momentum supper club. And Um, This is in person, but I'm also creating it for online as well. And in Momentum, what I do is I'm, I'm teaching this stuff, you know, in, in very specific ways, but based on just kind of the success, successful living, you know, how do you manage your life as 100% mother 
and 100% woman. I really get in this zone as I am creating the talk, creating the visuals. And then I also am creating a meal and I'm creating an atmosphere Mm. and I'm creating a welcome and then do it. And I just sit back and I just watch it happen. I love to watch the community build. I love to watch them reflect and, you know, and learn and become aware of things that are deep inside and then share it with others and then hear how it was (laughs) since we last met, you know, so that's, that's where I find it really is, is really just teaching. That's the bottom line teaching. Mm -hmm. And for everyone who's out there listening, you can't see Anne's face as she's talking about this, but there's like a glow Anne, of that when you talk about this particular, this work, and you can probably hear it in her voice too. And I think we would encourage everyone who's listening to think about your day and think about those times, like Anne mentioned, it's like you forget to eat. And I, I always think that's like impossible. Like, how do I forget to eat lunch? But if you're really in the zone, then sometimes I would. And like the time goes by fast. And the stuff that just makes your cheeks hurt a little bit when you're talking about it because you're smiling so hard and thinking about it, that's when you can do more of that stuff. I mean, mm. that's that's just so good for you, but it's also good for the world because you're giving the best version of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's an indicator that you have found your purpose, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a lot of what we do in momentum is we, we look at what, what is your purpose in life? You know, there's a lot, there's a lot to you as a person and, and we're all created with a purpose. And when you find that, I think is when you find that flow, you know, one of the questions that we like to ask all of our guests who come onto when mommy grows up is and we've talked about this a little bit, but I want to come back to it. The name of our podcast is When Mommy Grows Up because we we do feel like we are continuing to grow up. So what does continuing to grow up mean to you and as a parent and professional? It's such a great question. I'm definitely uh-huh. in the last third of life. And so it's really interesting to be this age because people approach it so differently. And I think that it the, the, the key for any stage of life, I've already said this, is to learn and to understand yourself and to understand the people around you. And that changes with time. And mm-hmm. so as a professional, I have gone from one career to another. And so I have been on this uphill, steep climb trying to figure out how to be a, a digital person in my 60s, right? It's a, it's not as easy for my brain to, to do it because I wasn't wired that way. And so I don't disdain that at all. I love the fact that I have a slow brain and um and that I can really chew on things a good long time. Um, but understanding that I am working with this brain in a different world, I think is really key to understanding my work and my success and my relationships with other people. And then also, I I really think it's really, I'll mention again, the stages of parenting. You know, I am in the um, departure stage. Parenting adults is, you're still a parent, but there's a real shift in the way things work. And and navigating that is is just as important as navigating your two year old or your twelve year old or your eighteen year old, and and so um, just really understanding where you are and talking, <laughs> talk with your friends. You know, I think the best thing we can do is talk to each other and and share our experiences. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like I should say hi to my mom and dad on here who are li- listening. Yeah, like, yeah me parenting too. Adults and right now. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I had this conversation with my mom a few months ago. I was struggling. And of course, I call my mom when I need some mm-hmm. support. And I, I asked her, I'm like, when does all of this worry and stress about them ever stops and she's like you know what love never (laughs) it never does Mm -hmm. she has two grown-up kids and we're parents now and she wakes up in the morning and she still always thinks about us and wonders if we're okay all the time Mm -hmm. so it never ends yeah right um I I know that Becca and I want to buy a ticket to Texas and go visit you (laughs) Um, I know to oh to those um, mom nights, but um, how can folks find you and follow along with your work? I think probably that the the main thing to remember is that the words nurtured noggins because it's nurturednoggins.com. You know, f- you know, Facebook, Instagram, nurtured noggins. If you go on to LinkedIn, um, if you're interested in like, that's where I put a lot of my more professional stuff. Um, just if you find my name, Ann McKittrick, and I don't know if you searched nurtured noggins, it probably would pop up because that's in my profile. Um, Ann at nurtured noggins. I would love to, to talk with anybody who's interested. I would love to take momentum to Massachusetts and bring it to you. You know, I would love to do that. And, um, well, we'll make sure we have all the links to everyone to all of this information in the show description. So if folks are looking for the links, but remember nurtured noggins, that's what you're looking for. If you Google it, if you look on any social media platform, that's where you'll, where you'll find Anne. But Anne, thank you so much for the, all of the feelings that you brought out and Marie and I, <laughs> and all of our listeners today, we talk a lot about career all the time, but it's this intersection of career and parenthood. And I know that our listeners are going to really value the perspective that you bring to this. So thank you. Thanks for tuning in to When Mommy Grows Up. If you're interested in learning more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional, head over to nextchaptercareers.us where you'll find the free Just Right Job Match quiz. You can contact us at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us if you have questions, comments, or want to share your story for some coaching on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be here every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner.